Preface November 2021 The couple of years leading up to Tattoo the Earth were the most tumultuous of my life. Never wrapped all that tight in the first place, I was collapsing under the stress. And it was evident that something was going to pop. I thought it might be an aneurysm or my head rocketing completely off of my shoulders. But what came out was the idea for Tattoo the Earth. Why an idea for a show combining tattoo and music, and not, say, a desire to feed the world, or a new type of dry cleaning bag? I have some theories, but I'm still not exactly sure why. I had just started collecting tattoos, but was not part of the culture. I'd been out of the music business for a long time, and had no desire to get back into it. Simply put, I cracked, and 18 months later, I was on stage at Giant Stadium. I look at that time before Tattoo the Earth critically, especially about my work, and can't understand why I made some of the decisions I made, or trusted the people I trusted. Like most people, whenever I look back at myself or write about the past, I always cringe a bit, maybe because of what I was wearing or who I was with, or especially if I did something that was embarrassing or that didn't turn out how I'd hoped. I felt some of that as I wrote this book but I felt no self-consciousness at all between the time I had the idea for Tattoo the Earth and the day it became a reality, and I still find it hard to judge how I acted back then. There is a clear point of delineation. After the idea occurred to me, I entered a state of beatitude. At least I thought that's what it felt like at the time, in which everything I did was in service and devotion to the idea. And even though I know that poor schmuck is headed for a world of hurt, I can't bring myself to judge him. He was right about a lot of it, including Tattoo becoming a mainstream cultural force. Tattoo was still underground 20 years ago, still illegal in some states, and there were not a whole lot of mainstream personalities with tattoos. Look at a picture of the 2000 Olympic basketball team, not a tattoo to be found. If someone was heavily tattooed back then, they were most likely a hipster, a biker, a metal or a hip-hop musician, or a wrestler. Now, the manager of my bank is covered in tattoos, as are Olympic gold medalists and most sports and music stars. It is mind-blowing to see how ubiquitous tattooing has become. I was also right about Slipknot. They have remained one of the biggest metal bands in the world. In fact, the whole metal genre is so durable that I could put on the same show with the same lineup today, and it would be huge. Metal fans' devotion to the lifestyle is as deep as that of a tattoo aficionado's for the tattoo lifestyle, and combining them created something special. I knew Slipknot's fans were in it for the long term. My goal in writing this book was to tell a story about a vision quest and a crazy music business story that marks an interesting time in our culture and history. But as I wrote it, I realized it is also the story of being broken. It's the story of how Tattoo the Earth saved me when I really needed saving.